Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Hi again, welcome back. I'm your host, Marie Green, and today we're talking about purpose. I love this topic. I'm so excited to talk about this. We all have a purpose, but not everyone knows how to tap into it. Where do you find it? And how do you know when you're on the right track? The truth is we can make a really big deal about finding out our purpose. I mean, it feels like a big deal, right? It's huge. But what I've learned, and I'll tell you more about this in a minute, is that sometimes we make things harder than they need to be. I once had a conversation with someone who was talking about trying to get to the bottom of something. And he said, I feel like I've been searching for a needle in the haystack. And now I'm realizing maybe my needle in the haystack is the needle in the haystack. And what I think this means in relation to finding our purpose is that sometimes searching for our purpose almost becomes our purpose. So many of us are born with an innate curiosity to seek and know and develop to become the best versions of ourselves possible, and tapping into that purpose is a way to feel like your life is in alignment. More than 20 years ago, I was deep in the trenches of trying to start an online business. I look back now and I realize how very little I knew about what I was doing, but I was committed. I had developed a process called Live It Up, capital U-P, an acronym which stood for Uncovering Purpose. I wrote an ebook, which I have no record of, so I can't even tell you for sure what was in it. I built a website from scratch and I taught workshops for an empowerment program with other facilitators. My specialty, you guessed it, was teaching professional people how to find their passion and their purpose. And I loved it. I had used my own system that I created decades ago and which I will summarize for you today. I'll try and make it short and sweet to determine that my purpose was this, to lead, inspire, and create. And those three words, those core values that represent my purpose have guided me and my decisions ever since. I didn't know at the time, but just a decade later, I would start a knitting design business and build a community of like-minded, warm-hearted makers. I didn't know that knitting would be the vehicle that led me to live my purpose in a bigger way, but it makes sense, doesn't it? You can see how someone who had identified their purpose to be lead, inspire, and create would end up designing knitting patterns and teaching workshops and leading a community of makers. When I first started this podcast, I think in 2019, maybe, obviously, I took a long break. My goal was to get back to that other part of my purpose that I knew wasn't being fully realized in my regular daily work. I love knitting. Don't get me wrong. I love teaching it, designing. I love the connections I've built with my community. And I am so privileged that this is the work I get to do. But I also felt a missing piece. Do you know the kind of feeling I'm talking about? Even if you love what's happening in your life, there's just this sense that something is missing. And I felt that. And starting this podcast was like finding a missing piece and connecting with it. And the more I show up here, the more I feel that alignment. When you're living your life on purpose or in line with your purpose, you can feel it all the way down to your toes. There are clues hiding in plain sight that can help you find clarity about what you're here to do. Not knowing your purpose or feeling like you don't have one is a lonely place to be. It feels like walking around with a missing piece. 
Does everyone have a purpose? I think we do. And I don't think anyone else gets to tell you what it is, but you. So in today's episode, I want to walk you through the brief version of the process that I developed from way back when for gaining clarity about your purpose. Get out your notebook. You're going to want to write this down. First, write down at least 10, but more is great, experiences, activities, or ideas that you love. You want to focus here on actions, things that you do, things that you participate in, things that make you feel the most like yourself. They don't have to be groundbreaking. We're looking for everyday things that are just totally you. Don't worry if it feels inconsequential, just put it on the list. I'm going to share some examples so that you won't censor yourself or feel like you have to leave something off because it might seem irrelevant. These are the kinds of things that might make it onto your list. But remember, this is your list. And what I'm going to share are just some examples to get you thinking. I'm just sort of throwing some random things on here. So here's our sample list. Number one, creating a physical, tangible product. This might seem like a weird one, but my best friend and I were just talking about this and how so much of my work is digital and intangible. And we talked about how satisfying it is to be able to see the results of your effort in a tangible or quantifiable way. For some people, that really feels like alignment. Number two, attending conferences. Do you love it when you get the chance to attend a conference and hear from a variety of inspiring speakers? Put it on your list. Number three, work in your community. Do you love getting involved in local causes or organizations? If you like to get involved, put that on your list. Number four, give handmade gifts to others. Number five, teach a class for the local Girl Scouts or 4-H group. Number six, talk to people about your hobby or interests. Number seven, make lists and keep a calendar. Number eight, read inspiring books. Number nine, plan new projects. And number 10, work in the garden. So this is just an example list of 10 things. You can make your list of whatever it is that you feel connected with, whatever experiences feel the most like you that just really identify what you're about. Make the list. Again, it doesn't have to be only 10. It can be longer, but you want at least 10 things. So if you're having trouble thinking of something, give it some time because you want at least 10. The reason you want 10 things is because you want to be able to look for patterns. So if you want to pause this episode and work on your list and you can come back to this, go for it. I'll wait here. I also created a free download to go with this episode, which you can find on my podcast website at podcast.olivenits.com forward slash purpose. I've also linked it in the show notes. And I've outlined this exercise and I provided the list of words to get you started. That way, if you're listening to this on the road or on a walk and you can't write it down right now, you can download the worksheets and do this later when you have time. So moving along, if you had to describe each thing on your list using just one word, what would it be? That might feel a little hard at first, but let me show you what I mean. We'll go back to the sample list that we just went over, the list I just made of random things, and identify one word to best describe each item. So creating a physical, tangible product might be summarized with the word make, like make something. Attending conferences, the word might be learn. Work in your community, the word might be volunteer. Give handmade gifts to others. This could be make or it could be give. Teach a class for a local group. Well, that one's easy. Teach. Talk to people about your hobby or interests. 
Now this one, it could be connect, it could be communicate, share. You'll have to think about what this really means to you and pull out the word that best fits. Make lists and keep a calendar. This one could be plan or organize. Read inspiring books. That one might be learn. Plan new projects. That one could be plan or make. And work in the garden could be move or grow. Once you've identified the words that summarize the things that make you feel the most like you, and again, we're focusing on actions and experiences, jot down just that list of words. Look for patterns. Look for words that have similar meanings and identify the ones that most resonate with you. So for our example list, those words might be make, learn, volunteer, give, teach, connect, communicate, share, plan, organize, move, and grow. Now, some of these words share common or at least similar meanings like volunteer and give. If this were your list, you'd ask yourself, which of these words most resonates with you? If you're eager to share in any capacity, whether it's time, money, or resources, then your word might be give. But if you find that this mostly shows up in opportunities to pitch in and help with your time and energy, the word volunteer might be a better fit. Refine your list until you come away with just five to six words that really stand out as the most representative of you. These should be rich, juicy words that have layers of meaning. You want to be able to see their relevance in many different areas of your life. And if you feel like you're close, but you're not finding the right word, use the list of purpose words provided in the free worksheets, which again, you can find them at podcast.olivenits.com forward slash purpose. For our imaginary list, we might say the words that really stand out are create, volunteer, connect, grow, share, and learn. Notice that some of the words on this list could still be condensed. We're looking for themes. Grow and learn could have similar meanings. If this were my list, I would ask myself, which of these most deeply resonates with me? And if it's neither one, go back to the list of purpose words, which is not comprehensive, but it's a start to help nudge your thinking. This is one moment where the right word will make a difference and you'll know it when you land on it. Volunteer and share and connect all have some similar themes. If this were your list, you'd want to ask yourself a few more questions. What is really at the core of each of these words? Is it that you love to share yourself with others? Is it about the actual time with other people or is it about the action that you take? If it's more about the people, then maybe connect is the word. If it's more about the action, then maybe it's volunteer or share. What we're doing is we're whittling this list down to three keywords, three words that represent your core purpose values and will act as arrows to help you live in alignment with your purpose. When you think you've landed on your three words, it's time to journal to see if you've landed in the right place. Sometimes it takes a few tries to cut through the noise of what we know other people expect from us versus what's really important and meaningful for ourselves. It's very common, especially for women, to have pressure from society that tells us who we should be or who we should want to be and what should be most important to us. But only you know who you are designed to be and what matters the most to you. So if you feel like those outside voices are clouding your perspective, take a break. 
Go for a walk and think about the experiences that you love and that you feel the most connected to. Then sit back down with your notebook and try again. As you look at your list, ask yourself, what do each of these words mean to you? What do they represent in terms of time and energy and priorities? If you know very much about me, then you know that I've always been a community builder and I've known that about myself. But you might be surprised that the words community and builder aren't the words I chose, but my words lead and inspire absolutely make sense, right? Because I don't just build communities. I build communities that inspire. Better yet, I do it around the topic of creativity. Do you see how powerful these three little words can be when you settle on the right ones? I used to work through this process with those who came to the workshops where I taught it. And I know from working with them that it's not always super easy to distill yourself and your purpose down to a few words. It can take some time and some journaling. So don't expect to arrive at this in the next hour or even today. But what's interesting is when you do, it becomes a barometer for decision making. It can make it so much easier to know if the next opportunity is the right one for you. And it might seem overly simple to land on three words to be your guiding purpose, but what we're really doing is we're getting to know what's already in there. We're not inventing a purpose out of nothing. We're drawing from inside ourselves. And I think you'd be surprised to learn that you probably already know what your purpose is. I've never done this exercise with anyone who came up with three words that shocked them. (laughs) There's usually a quiet knowing. It's already in there. This process just helps you bring it to the surface and give it a name. And that's what words are for. I love words. The goal here is to land on three words, your three words that represent your core purpose values. As I mentioned before, my three words are lead, inspire, and create. And those three words have been my guiding principles for almost 25 years. And although I've changed as a person and my whole life has changed during that time, Those core purpose values have not changed. And that's the awesome thing about this process, the clarity and confidence that comes from knowing why you're here and what you're meant to do is unparalleled. But it all starts with spending a little quiet time and sitting down with your journal to write a list of things, experiences and moments and activities that bring you the most joy and the most feeling of alignment. That list can be as long as you want it to be, but as you work through the process, keep distilling those ideas down into their most condensed form, and then do it again and again until you finally land on three. Why three? Well, I don't think two is quite enough, and I think if we make our list too long, it's a little hard to keep it at the top of your mind as you move through life. Three has always felt like the right number to me. And in history and science, there's a lot of data to support that powerful things happen in threes. But you can adjust it if you want to. I would just encourage you not to make it too long because you'll forget what's on your list and you'll lose sight of your goal. When you have clarity about your purpose, other decisions get easier. If you'd like to try this exercise at home, download your free worksheets at podcast.olivenits.com forward slash purpose. If you love this podcast and would like bonus episodes and a shout out on a future podcast episode, please become a premium subscriber. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, my friend, you've got this.